Hey, what is up? Hello, and welcome in to another edition of Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast, right here on SB Nation. Got a lot to talk about this week and not a lot of time to get it done in. I am Trey Downey. You can follow me on Twitter at TD Experience. You can follow Bucks Nation on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. Remember, check out BucksNation.com on a daily basis for the latest and greatest on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to get into the schedule tonight over on BucksNation.com right now. There's a list of some of the most anticipated games of the Bucks season, but The guy that I'm going to get into the Buccaneers and the entire NFL 2022 season schedule with is the better half of this dynamic duo. You can follow him on Twitter at Elmar810. He is the one, the only, Len Martez. What's up, man? 2022, I'm coming through with the new stuff. Not, can't say the word that uh, little baby says on, uh, you know. We don't want no problems. We don't want no problems, problems. Bucks have no problems right now because it's only May and schedule's out. It's so funny how the NFL works, man. I mean, stop asking, like, what is king? The NFL is king, All right? Does anybody ask what else is yeah, king they in terms ask. of sports? They, yeah, they still ask. They still ask. They still ask. It's May and their schedule comes out, man, and, they, and it dominates. It dominates the news. Not only that, but when anyone else has their offseason, are we, like, going crazy about who's playing who on days other than maybe the NBA on Christmas Day? Yeah. That is it, dude. That is it. Nothing else matters. And the NFL is kind of taking, taking the thunder, especially with Christmas being on a Sunday this year, with a triple header, yeah. which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. – We'll be capping uh, this year. We'll talk about that and more. But move over, Adam Silver, because here comes Roger Goodell and the NFL. I mean, as like the that NFL. rhyme, I'm still rhyming, yeah. man. I mean, is, is this? Like are I you said, motivated by the new? Are you 2022? Motiv- I'm coming through with that new stuff. I was gonna say, are you motivated by the new Kendrick album or something? What's what's going on here? Kendrick but, is cool. I'm not the biggest Kendrick guy, but I mean, you drop you drop a few tunes on me, I'll be all right with it. But I'm not the big biggest fan. Not my- actually, actually, you know what? To be completely honest with you, now that we get on the deep path, as far as music music is concerned, I usually don't go out go out of my way to listen to to anyone until it like gets popular. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I just ran down Lil Baby and a little Nicki Minaj, but. Only reason why I'm hitting you with that is because I hear it on the radio. Boy, I'm not break, I'm not I'm not standing on no lines. I'm not I'm not waiting at midnight to for someone to drop. No, no, like the Kendrick. Everybody no, on social media no, was waiting for Kendrick no, today. I, no. I, I went through, listened to some of the songs. Kendrick isn't my favorite. I like Kendrick. Uh to Pimp a Butterfly is still one of the better rap albums in recent memory, but you know, everybody was everybody was excited about it. So I thought that might have been why you were dropping so many lines nope. on me today. Nope. But let's drop some lines in terms of the NFL schedule. Before we further get into, I want to address what you said about the about the NFL on Christmas. I think it's this year on Sunday. Last year they played a game on Christmas, but I think that the NFL on a statement said that they're not trying to cramp on the ah. NBA style. Ah. I can't I can't see especially that late in the season. Maybe we see a Monday night football game in 2023, but when Christmas is on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, the NFL is not going on Christmas. No, 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 no,
but don't tell me you're not you're not trying to grab the style because because you've got three games when usually it's about four you know quadruple header of NBA games from noon on. Well, I mean it's what the it's what the networks want because if you look it ESPN and ABC don't have a game on Christmas. And that's where the NBA plays on Christmas. It's on ESPN starting at noon, and then it ends at like midnight. It's literally 12 hours of NBA basketball on Christmas. But CBS, Fox, and NBC want something to play on Christmas, and that's what's going to happen. And if you look, the NBA probably airs the marquee Christmas game at like 3.30 and 5, 3 o'clock and 5.30 are the big ones. This year, the, the middle game is is the defending Super Bowl champions, the Rams, against the Broncos and Russell Wilson. And I can tell you, no, those are usually some, other than the playoffs, those are the highest rated NBA games of the year. They're not going to come close to what the CBS, what CBS and Nickelodeon gets for Rams and Broncos on Christmas at 430. It's just not going to come close. And I love NBA Christmas Day basketball. Listen, if, if, if you think what I'm saying is false in regards to the NFL not wanting to take over that Sunday, Christmas Day, all I've got to do is ask you, go back seven years, all right? Did they do this seven years ago on a Sunday? No, this is what they want to do. They're getting big money to create mm-hmm. ratings. And you got to give, a, this is your gift back. This is your give back to the networks who have given you billions for the rights to your games. So let's talk about talking about big money and ratings and week one. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are involved in one of the biggest games of week one, the Sunday night football game in week one. And once again, for the second year in a row, they will play the Dallas Cowboys. This year, they will head to Arlington, Texas and Jerry World to play the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium. Last year, it was opening night, Thursday night at Raymond James Stadium. I completely understand. I put this out there on Twitter last night. I completely understand why the NFL did this. Cowboys against Tom Brady. Huge marquee game Sunday night, the first week of the NFL when the NFL is at the height of its powers other than the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And this is going to probably be one of the highest rated games, the highest rated television programs of all of 2022. But to me, simply because they just played them in week one last year, I was like, eh, can we get something different on week one? That was my initial reaction when I saw that that was the Bucks' week one opponent. Pick another game. You want to play Green Bay that Sunday that, night? Yeah, yes, okay. yes. That's fine. Green Bay, Cincinnati, you could the Baltimore game that's on Thursday night football. Give me but I understand why it's the Cowboys. Well, I mean, then case closed. Because if you would have taken if you if you'd have taken four or five games on their schedule for 2022, mm-hmm. that was one of the four or five games that you would have thought that would have been the opening Sunday night game for them. I mean, yeah, they played them last year. But let's remember something, too. Last year, and that game that was played at Ray J, there was a good game. It was. It was, came down it, to a last-second field it, goal. Exactly. So, again, it's what you want. Not only that, but theoretically, <laughs> Cowboy fans are going to love hearing this. Theoretically, 
it could be, could be an NFC Conference Finals preview. No. You can say no all you want, Chump. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what you say now. I'm telling you, I said theoretically. So you don't listen. Get those headphones on a little tighter. I said theoretically. I didn't say it was going to be. I said theoretically. In some people's eyes, it may be. Especially Cowboys fans. They think they, oh, know, they, they go they go to the conference finals every year. They're going to the Super Bowl every year. Don't you know? Like for the last 20, 28 years since 1994, they, they've been going to the Super Bowl every year. So, but as far as Bucks fans are concerned, I mean, same way. You know, that's that's the that's the the anticipation here in Tampa, regards to the Buccaneers. The unfinished business is last year you got bumped out in the divisional round. You, that's not acceptable this year, especially with the, the fact that you can be playing the final year with number 12, the GOAT, as your quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 2023, bro. Uh, yeah, you're going to have a new quarterback. The reason why I say no. I, Who may me, potentially may not even be on this roster. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a ton to get to in terms of Tom Brady. We'll get to that on the back end of the podcast and the new deal that he signed this past week as well. But I want to talk about what you said there about a possible NFC Championship preview. And the only reason why I say no is... To me, if the NFC Super Bowl participant in 2023 is not the Bucs, the Rams, or the Packers, I would be very surprised. In the AFC, I could probably go through seven, eight teams that I would say I would not be shocked if that's a team. And this time last year, you would have not included the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, for sure. I would have been shocked if the this time last year. I, and then I would have said I would have been shocked that the San Francisco 49ers made the NFC Championship as well, which they did. So I'd, that's just where, where I'm at on that as, in terms of right now. But let's talk about the rest of the Bucks schedule. And they have, based on last year's win percentages, they have the fourth toughest schedule in the, in the NFL right now. Vegas sets the over under on the Bucks wins at 11 and 5. But if you look through the early stages of you mean the 11 season, and a half. 11, 11 and a half. half, 11 and a half, yes. Yeah. So if you look through the early stages of the season, I mean, you get a little bit of a break once you get through the first month of the season, but Dallas, regardless of what I just said about them, they gave the Bucs a tough game in week one last year and they're defending NFC East champions. You go to New Orleans in week two and the Bucs have had horrible trouble with New Orleans, no matter how I feel about New Orleans' chances. And by the way, New Orleans just signed uh, a pretty dang good wide receiver uh, on Friday and Jarvis Landry. They play the Packers in week three in their home opener and then... Sunday night football, again, in week four, they play the Kansas City Chiefs. You get a little bit of a break after that. You get the Falcons, Panthers, you get the Steelers as well, who who knows where they're going to be in terms of a quarterback. But that first month of a season is a gauntlet. And you mentioned this being the probably 
the last year of Brady's. I don't even. I don't want to say Brady's career, but I want to say Brady. I think this is the last year of Brady in a Bucks uniform. We can say whatever we want about the Miami reports and how reliable those were, but where there's smoke, there's fire on some of those things. I don't think that it necessarily would have played out the way that the Dolphins or whoever was involved in that wanted it to play out. But these reporters are getting their information from somewhere. So that was an idea bandied about in some circles, some way. I don't, I just can't believe that it was complete falsehood. So I think regardless of whether this is Tom Brady's last year in the NFL or not, I think this is his last year in Tampa Bay. Just my opinion. And if you get off to a bad start in those first four games with a new head coach, there could be a, even though no, I don't think any of the other teams in the division are huge competition, but there could be a lot of turmoil early in the season no. if the Bucks don't get off to a good start. No, 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 no. There's no, there's no turmoil. No, what's what, what's done is done. Like he's here to play 2022 unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Once once you're in, you're in, dude. Once you're in, we're not talking about you know a, a guy that's had some success in this league or has won a couple of Super Bowls. It's about the greatest quarterback of all time who's got seven Super Bowls with two different teams. No, this guy, he's in. Once he's in, he's in. I'm not saying Brady's going to leave or Brady's going to. No, it's not that. It's not. No, once he's in, he's in. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of you saying you think he's going to leave. That's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you is once he's in, he's in. And that means 18, 18 games of him being at the utmost and at the top. And there's no turmoil. Everybody's reaching. Oh, oh, Bruce Arians crossed out some stuff last year that Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady worked out and, and actually had a game plan for. Come on, man. People, are, you're reaching for stuff in regards to controversies concern when it comes to Tom Brady. Reaching. See, that's the thing. So you can't just have, and I'm not saying you, but in general. You can't you just people. Have, yeah, you people, the media. <laughs> you can't just have daisies, right? You you gotta you gotta have something, you gotta have something else crop up. Give me some, give me some poison ivy. Give me something else. Give me something that's poisonous. That's gonna stick you. Cactus. No, thorn me. That's what you want. You want thorns. You know what? No, that's not how it works. Time is in. Time is in. And like I said. Stop reaching for stuff. What's not the more? You, not you, but I'm saying not you. I'm saying you people that want that just want to kick over dirt over the daisies and roses that are here with this guy completely telling you that he's in to get it right as opposed to last year getting bumped in a divisional round. What's the more important and tougher stretch of the schedule? Those opening four games, Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs, Or the other one that I have circled is week 13 through week 16, Saints, 49ers, Bengals, and then Cardinals on Christmas night. No, it's early. And I'll tell you why it's early. Because whether it's the Bucs and their opponents, you know what you don't know? You don't know about those teams, dude. Like you mentioned the Saints, right? And you go Mm -hmm. to New Orleans and play them. 
you're talking about three preseason games now, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get into the season, guess what you got to be? Ready to roll. And unfortunately, that's not how it is all the time. Yeah, my you I look, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm telling you about I'm telling you about TB12 and Tom Brady. But the problem is Tom don't play all the positions on his football team. So you have every, you have to have everything up to par at that standpoint going into week one, two, three, and four, as you mentioned, because of the competition they're going up against the Cowboys, Saints, Packers, and Chiefs. By week 13 and 14, you're ready to roll, dude. You might be banged up. A lot of guys on the roster might be hurt. Not everybody's at 100%, but you know what they are? They're in, they're in their season form to get ready for the playoffs. Week one, you're not at that form, dude. So somebody could end up sneaking up on you just like the Saints could do it in week two. Is the 11 and a half from Vegas appropriate? Yeah, it's appropriate. Yeah. I would take the over. I would tell you they're probably going to win 12 games. And it's and it's it, it it's a little bit because of the competition in regards to the division. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, though, they should go – I wanted a division. I give them a split with the Saints, and that's being generous. At some point or sometime, you gotta beat that team from New Orleans, dude. Yep. Like, and I'm when I say you, as much as I bragged about TB12 a little while ago, I'm you're talking, talking about to TB12. Tom. Yeah, you damn right. I'm talking to Tom Brady. Okay, avocado, tequila, and everything else you want to do. And come on, man, you got that's. I mean, that's been your kryptonite when it comes to being in a Bucks uniform. All right, yeah, you beat them in the playoffs, and I get it, and that was a, that was a great run for the Super Bowl. But, Dad, these, these regular season games matter too, especially if you, you're talking about winning 12, 13 games and wanting to get home field throughout. I know they lost the playoff game in home last year, but you could potentially have to go on the road because why? Because you lose two games to the Saints again. Five and one should be in a division, dude. And that's half, well, a little less than half of the 11, 11.5 or 11 and a half that they're expected to win, right? You win five games in the division, dude. You can't find me seven more out of out of the the 11 you got left. I mean, you're looking at games against games against the the steel, the Steelers. Who knows what the, the Browns are gonna look like? The AFC North. The, and the NFC West, which is which is tough, but True. other than other than the Rams, there are question marks surrounding all three of those other teams mm-hmm. this year. I want to ask. But you, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As far as that Rams game is concerned, and maybe you're going to get to this. Maybe this was going to be your question right now. Week nine. <laughs> maybe it's me because I am the person that I am. <laughs> full of revenge, a grudge holder. Week nine? That's your game? You dag all that's, right. That's, that's, that's the one you're game. circling? That's yeah. the game I'm circling. That's the game I'm circling. They bumped us out last year. Not only that, the game was here at, at Raymond, Raymond James Stadium. And it spun, it spun everything that happened in the offseason with the Bucs. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, they lost the way they lost, and two plays to Cooper Cup, and, and eventually the the field goal by, by Matt Gay, former Buccaneer. But think about what happened after that. Yeah, Tom Brady's back, 
But the dude nearly retired from from what? He did from, retire. Yeah, no, I mean retired yeah, permanently. Yeah, permanently. Uh, he retired and came back because of losing that game, and now he's back for unfinished business. Well, dude, unfinished business. Guess what's unfinished? Week nine, get your revenge. They beat you last year, and not only that, they're the defending champions. They're where you want to be for 2022. So I got that circle. Revenge. And you're going to have 10 days to get ready for it because the week prior you play on Thursday night against the Baltimore Ravens, which is an intriguing game. Fair, Still fairly early. You're almost to the midway point of the season right there. I want to see what Baltimore's record is going into that game. But one that I kind of have circled that's just intriguing to me is that Christmas night game. Because I want to know where Arizona's at at that point in the season. Are they competing for a playoff spot? Or are we talking about Cliff Kingsbury's on, on the outside looking in? Like, that that game is intriguing to me just because it's a it's a holiday Christmas night game. And I think that the Bucks are going to be in playoff contention. Are we going to be looking at a possible playoff preview? Or is it going, or are we going to be looking at that game, the Bucks going in as touchdown favorites on the road? Like, it, it could go it could go either way so that one's that one's intriguing to me before we move on to the Tom Brady news I want to ask you just as a fan when you see the see the schedule release I'll go first on this one as far as the other game that kind of stands out to me this oh I'm absolutely looking forward to this one to me it's the opening night game to me the NFL hit I, you say you want something different I think the NFL hit a slam dunk on the opening night game you got the defending champs and the Rams playing against not a large market team, but a team that might have the best roster in the entire NFL in the Buffalo Bills. I want to see how the Bills come out in week one on the road against the defending champions and a Buffalo team who, to me, even though the AFC is so tough, might be the favorite for the Super Bowl right now. That, to me, is is the game that when the schedule came out, I'm like, that's the one of that's not a that's not a Bucks game in 2022. If I have to choose a game that's not a Bucks game because of all the competition they they are playing up against in 2022, including playing the Chiefs again and Cincinnati, I'm going to choose a game that does involve the Chiefs, but involves the other team that you mentioned in Week One, and that is. The Bills, Bills, Chiefs, Week Six. Don't forget that that uh that playoff game last year that created a new overtime rule. You gotta have the ball. You gotta have the ball. You have to have your chance to score. No fools, play some damn defense. But anyway, you got. Josh Allen, I'm looking at your face, and you know exactly what I'm referring because to. Because if I, because if I, because Don't if start. I open my mouth, Don't this is going to be yeah. a 10 minute conversation, yeah. and we ain't got the time for that. And not only that, but I'm going to give you the same response I'm giving you right now, without you saying anything, with all that whining and crying about oh, we didn't get the ball. But Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, week six, you get that rematch, and yeah, I understand there's different. You know, different moves, different players on, on both teams, including Tyreek Hill no longer being there. But I'm intrigued to see how the Chiefs handle not having him and how they make that transition. I honestly don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think they've wow. made it. Yeah, no, I think they've made enough 
Because I, here's the thing. Tyreek Hill took a lot of attention, took a lot of attention defensively away from the other guys. He made Hardman a, 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 a better receiver. He made Kelsey a better receiver. And yeah, he's gone. But it's not like they didn't, you know, try to replace him with guys. You know, they got uh, Marquez Scantling, whatever his name is. MKS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. That guy. USF grad. Yeah, Valdez Scantling. They got him. Schuster. They drafted a guy. So they've made enough moves to at least collectively, by committee, offset the loss of Tyreek Hill. Hardman's going to have to be that guy, though. If you're going to look to a guy that's similar enough in style to Tyreek, it's it's Hardman. You're asking a lot of one guy to do what he did is what I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. But, but again, here's the thing that worries me the most about him no longer being there, being Tyreek Hill, and that is the attention that he – Got from defenses. That's the thing. Because now that attention is not going to go to Hardman, dude. It's going to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey, you know, uniquely, he's 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 one of a kind when it comes to tight ends in the NFL. And he is Patrick Mahomes' number one target now. Clearly, there's no debate about it. You could have debated that, debated about that for the coming years at that that. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey were together. It's no longer the case. Kelsey's that number one guy. Guess who he's going to get? He's going to get number one attention. And that's the only thing that worries me. But as far as replacing Hill by committee with the numbers they got, I think they got enough guys to do that. Like I said, with, with uh, Valdez Scantling and Schuster and, and, and you mentioned Hardman. I, I did too. And, and drafting guys, they'll move on. I think they'll be okay. All right, so now I mentioned Tom Brady's new deal. So now let's get into it. And it was announced earlier this week that when Tom Brady decides to step away from the football field, he will step into the broadcast booth and be Fox Sports' lead NFL analyst, a 10-year, $375 million contract. Tom Brady will be making $37.5 million to call games when his career is up. Lynn, are you surprised that Brady's going to step into the broadcast booth? I'll say I'm a little bit surprised. Do you think that Tom Brady is worth that kind of money to Fox as well uh, in that sense? When you look at these all-star teams that the other, you know, you have Nance and Romo on CBS, uh, ESPN and ABC now has Aikman and uh and buck and then thursday night football which you're wrong it is kirk herb street with uh al michaels i just had to drop that one on you because you because you've been hitting me with so many lately but uh is it is it worth it i mean brady's a huge name but you've talked about it in the past how you don't tune in to uh tune into games just because of the guy and i think that it's i think it's risky because I mean, Tom Brady's become a better personality in terms of his social media and stuff like that. But you don't know how great he's going to be in nope. the booth yet. You don't. No, you don't. But here's the thing. <laughs> you say, is it worth it? You're worth what somebody wants to pay you. That's number one. Number two is, 
if Fox has that much cheese to throw at a guy that's never done this before and has that same amount of money to throw at games for the rights, billions of dollars. You know what? That's on them, dude. That's on them. Now, will him doing games change my watching habits? Absolutely not. Never is going to change based off of who's in the booth. It's just not. I mean, that's not why I watch the game. I mean, I will I sit there and and wonder why a certain guy said something or be impressed by a guy saying something? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, but I'm not going to tune in more to ESPN now because Joe Buck and Troy went over there. If it just so happens I watched the Monday night game, it's because I want to watch the Monday night game. It's not because of those dudes are doing the game. And it goes for the same for Thursday night. I want to watch Thursday night football. It's not because Collinsworth is no longer there. And it's not because Herb Street, your college football homeboy, is doing the games now. No. By the way, you were wrong about Al Michaels' age. I didn't bring that up to you, by the way. But I know. We, we hashed that out in that, in that episode. Yeah, so I'm, I'm bringing it up good. again because you want you to throw at me that I was wrong about Herb Street. Which I was. I will, I will admit. I didn't think that Al wanted to do... I didn't want, think Al wanted to go out with doing football games with the guy who's never done pro football games. I mean, you bring up the fact that you bring up the fact that that Tom I mean, he's done he's done a few. He's, he's done, done a he's few. Done the Monday extra night Monday games, night, the double yes. the double headed games, and some sometimes he does the AFC wild card the the wild card weekend the extra games. one. Yeah, right. He's done he's done a few, and and by the way, <laughs> by reviews, it ain't very good. Again, that's just what we do. You know, we, we critique everybody when it comes to whether it be play-by-play or, or uh, you know, color, color analysts. I think, but, he'll be, I think he'll be better at NFL calling it every week as opposed to jumping in once course. or twice a year. That certainly helps. But I mean, look you, at you. You're a better podcast host because you do one once a week. I mean, Lord knows you've come a long way. <laughs> are, you surpri- are you surprised that Brady wants to jump that quickly and that Brady actually wants to jump into the booth and do this? Because for a long time, I was unsure if Brady was going to step into that analyst role i mean i'm sure the 375 million dollars has a lot to do with it but yeah that's the one number two is i i honestly don't know if he knows what he's getting into because now you have a lot of guys coming out like hey you know there's some work involved in this you know there's some there's some wednesday and thursday and friday and saturday and, and game day prep involved in this stuff if you want to be good at it yeah yes and if you're getting 375, guess what you better want to be? Good at it, especially if you're the greatest guy to ever throw the football in the NFL. That's the expectations. The expectations are for him to be not good, great at it. Not only from a Fox standpoint, but from a, from a viewer standpoint, right? That's Tom Brady's all we know of is 20 plus years of playing in the NFL and winning Super Bowls. For every for every other year he's played in the league, guess what he's done? 
made it to the Super Bowl. So that's the expectations, the expectations for him to be great at, at everything that he does. And that's what that's what's expected of him to be. He can't just be mediocre at it when it comes to, he, he can't be just good at being in the booth with Kevin Burkhart, who, by the way, I like Burkhart. Burkhart's stock and his pressure just went up too because all eyes are on him for being that, you know, for being that play-by-play guy that happens to work alongside the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, can you can you feel for Greg Olson a little bit, who's probably going to step into it? And I mean, in a yeah, hold my hold my hold my hold my beer for lower for 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 the twenty twenty two. I mean, at least he's at least he's going to get a get to call one Super Bowl because Fox has a Super Bowl this year. Even that was my initial thought, but then I'm thinking if the Bucks don't make the Super Bowl and Brady's not coming back, I wouldn't be shocked if. They Ooh. if they bolt Ooh, him out and put dirty. Brady in the Brady Ooh. in the Super Bowl already. Yeah, but you can't do that. Not not only could not only could you not do that to Olsen, you want Tom's first game as a as a color analyst to be the Super Bowl, or he better bring his A game. Or at least it might. I I definitely if the Bucks don't make the Super Bowl and Brady is retiring. I would hundred percent see at the very least he's going to be involved in the coverage. It oh, might be a three. Say, it might I, be a three man booth. No, I could see him. I could see him be at like at the event at the Super Bowl and part of the studio show with you know with with uh Strahan, Benefee, and Long, Benefee, yeah. Strahan, Howie Long, and you know the guys you mentioned. He could be an extra. Yeah. He could be and, and and they could you know they could. They could probably pump up and promo him being a part of the number one team in 2023. But for him to bump Olsen with all eyes on that Super Bowl, oh, he better not come out there first. <laughs> he better not come out there. <laughs> oh, no. He better, no. Because, I mean, you, you saw Drew Brees this year, right? Yep. Drew, he I mean, struggled. Drew, struggled yeah, he struggled a little bit. They're all going to struggle. Yeah, because as you just mentioned, nobody's ro- no at Romo's an anomaly as far as, and Greg Olson was very good at at the at the beginning too. It's but it, it's like you said, you mentioned about Herb Street getting better, doing more NFL yeah. games. Guess what Tom's gonna be? You would expect him to get better, getting more NFL games, but you want to put him out there the f- the first time he does it in the Super Bowl? <laughs> no. I mean, the first the first time he does, it's going to be in a a marquee America's Game of the Week, anyways. But it's, that's yeah, not the yeah, that's yeah. not the Super Bowl. But yeah, and your I get, and your mom's not watching it, okay? And, and you know, every on every, week one, my mom will watch. My mom's watching okay. on week one. See, you want to get all specific on me? Anyway, most moms are not watching. Okay, is that better for you? I guess. Uh, we're going to get more and more. We're going to talk about these games on a week-to-week basis. We'll talk about the crews because I'm always fascinated by the broadcast. And we're going to continue to talk about the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers have started rookie mini camps. We'll follow the reports coming out of those camps, and we'll give you more of a breakdown on those when we come back at you next week. He is Lynn Martez. You can follow him on Twitter, at lmar 810 I am Trey Downey. You can follow me on Twitter, at TD Experience. Bucks Nation is on Twitter 
at Bucks underscore Nation. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, hit that plus or subscribe button. It does us a lot of good, helps more people find the podcast because all those crazy algorithms. And remember, check out BucksNation.com on a daily basis for the latest and greatest on your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Until next week, this has been Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast.